Everybody and welcome to R and Bar, the one thousand and fourth wrestling podcast. I'm Todd Suliano, and doing this as always. That's right, with... we're doing it. We're doing it live, kind of. Uh, it's me. It's Colt. Fuck it, we'll <laughs> do it live. I, I think about that all the time. I reference that all the time. I say it a lot, and no one ever gets it. <laughs> I'm here for you. I remember his uh, his meltdown video. Uh, yeah, we are doing this again as we've been doing for about two years now <laughs> <Good> lord <laughs> did we start in 2022 or 2021 I, I think it was 2021 it's definitely we've definitely been doing this is definitely we're in the second year of this show which is ridiculous it's Oof. terrible if you've stuck with us todd bless you hmm. um so yeah uh I don't know what I'm really. I don't have any non-wrestling notes this week, actually, which is a first for me. Wow, I think. kind of surprised by that. I am too, honestly. Actually, I do kind of. Um, uh, have we? Have we? We haven't been on. Have we started recording since you got the new Zelda game? Or um, no? I think we maybe talked a little bit about it. No, maybe not, because no, it, uh, I don't think so, actually. Let's let's talk about video games yeah. we're playing right now because that's a cool segment that we do. Sure. Yeah, so, so, Colt, what are you currently playing in your video game <laughs> system? Well, I've been playing the uh, the new Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, and I'm really enjoying it. It's a lot of fun. I think it says I've already played about a hundred hours or so, which is hilarious. Good lord, it's only been out for what like a hundred? No, hours? I mean it came out on the twelfth, uh, May twelfth. So recording this on the 31st you know a little behind the scenes so uh hey hey keep it keep it keep, keep it keep it sure, keep sure, it sure. we're doing recording this live on uh june may monday whatever it is um but uh yeah i don't know it's it's a lot of fun i you know the uh, the whole the main gimmick is like the building the contraptions and stuff i don't know if you saw that people when they first revealed that in like the tra- trailers people were calling it uh banjo kazooie nuts and bolts too or zelda nuts and bolts and stuff like that <laughs> but uh the contraptions are actually uh they're kind of fun to build and the game itself's nice you know i, I have complaints it's uh, not my not a perfect game but i don't but what i've been telling people is i don't think i'll have more fun playing like another game for a while anyway uh-huh. maybe not this year oh I actually heard uh someone say that it was better than breath of yeah, the wild well, yeah it is definitely it's like um it almost, in a lot of ways, makes Breath of the Wild feel... I've seen this comparison a lot, and I totally agree with it. It kind of makes Breath of the Wild almost seem like a tech demo in a lot of ways because it takes a lot of the original ideas of that and kind of expands, like the physics kind of sandboxy stuff and the world is huge and kind of uh, changes a lot of things for the better. Uh, there are obviously still, like, issues and things like that. Well, of course, being that it's on the Switch, so it runs like garbage sometimes. Sometimes some of the uh, sometimes like some of the 
UI stuff is like clunky. Like sometimes it takes a while to like fuse weapons or something. But whatever. I yeah. mean, it's fine. I mean, I'm having a blast with it though. So I highly recommend it if well, you have a Switch, which I know you don't, but some other people do. I do not. I, I don't have anything past an uh, Atari Jaguar. <laughs> I, I know that's not true. But <laughs> Man, the Jaguar. That's amazing. Uh, right now I am, I'm playing Gotham Knights oh, yeah. on PS5. And I got to say, like I know that game got a lot of hate like right out the gate, and I didn't mean for that to rhyme. Um, because of like the frames per second, and it was just running slow or some shit. But I, I guess they they fixed that, or I mean they they have fixed it, and I don't know if they fixed it enough that it's just completely fixed now, or if it's just fixed enough that I can't really tell the difference with my naked eye. But I'm having a lot of fun playing it. Like I have uh, I have it set so that no one can join in my games because I don't I fucking hate random people joining in on the game. <laughs> And I'm just I'm just doing the story, just kicking everyone's asses. Red Hood, because Red Hood is the best one to play as, because he just punches people to death and shoots people. Oh, nice. And it's it's just it's a lot of fun, man. It's like I told you before uh, through Facebook. It's it plays like an Arkham game, which is to be expected, but it's it, it's a really great follow up to the Arkham series, and it. It makes me really look forward to the Suicide Squad game. Oh yeah, that one just got delayed like recently, pretty far, like to next year or something like that. Something crazy. Yeah. That. Samoa Joe's in that game. <laughs> he's he's a. Oh yeah, he's a, is King he, Shark. Yeah, he's King, King Shark? Shark. Yeah. Yeah. How did That's I forget so that? He's also in the Twisted Metal TV show, but it looks like dog shit. The uh, the trailer for it. I mean, he's he's in it, but he's yeah, not yeah, he's in like it. the body. Yeah, he's the he's the ice cream man body. Which which makes me wonder if like AEW will promote that. Yeah, I don't know. Well, so it feels like they already have not because that. Well, maybe they will later, but they didn't promote like the teaser trailer that came out a couple of weeks ago or months ago, whenever that was. Do you think? Do you think they're not going to promote it be, because? Let's, let's say they don't promote it. Do you think they won't promote it because he is only technically in it or because it's streaming on Peacock? <laughs> it's probably a little bit of both, honestly. <laughs> like, maybe if he was starring in it, but it was on Peacock. Like, he was on screen, you'd see his face and his voice and all that. But it was on Peacock, they would promote it. Or maybe if it was just that and it wasn't on Peacock, they would promote it. But both. <laughs> They're like, no way. Sorry, Joe, it's not worth it. Just put it on your fucking LinkedIn, or uh, IMDb. <laughs> yeah. Just put it on your yeah, CV. You'll be fine, bro. I love that he's got like this like quiet, so, weird uh, voice acting career that nobody thinks about half the time. Like he's in Dota too, as well. Like, <laughs> yeah. I want to say he was in. Uh, he voiced a character in an old Gears of War game, or I might just be confusing that with like the fact that they sponsored a TNA pay per view and like. They had like AJ Styles dressed up as a Gears of War Maybe. character. Maybe I don't know. I know some. I know Batista is in one of the Gears of War games or something like that. Yeah, I know that he was. Ah uh... oh, shit! I forgot. I don't know. It doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> Nothing matters. Um. So I, my wife is out of town until tomorrow evening. In reality, she she. In my son's eyes, she's out of town until Friday because she's not. She's getting in town late tomorrow, but 
What that means is I had the opportunity to watch Dynamite tonight, and I, 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 and I say that in a weird way because I could watch Dynamite every week if I wanted to, just watch it on online streaming yeah. afterwards. But like when it's late at night and I'm, I finally have the house to myself for a couple hours. To, I just want to play video games or sit down and watch TV, watch whatever I want to watch for an hour. Sure, sure, sure. And as a wrestling fan, that's very rarely wrestling. Man. <laughs> But I say that because I, I did watch uh, part of Dynamite tonight, and I only say part because uh, my son was a little difficult getting him to sleep tonight, so I missed the first 53 minutes. But I, I too, as soon as I turned on the TV, it was on commercial. It came back, and Tony Schiavone was in the ring, bringing out Cyrus the oh, yes. Virus. That's a great segment to come. So back my recap. That's good. So my, my recap starts there. So if you want to talk me through the first 53 minutes, that'd be great because I feel like I sure. missed something. So if I remember correctly, and then based on also like a quick recap I pulled up, um, the the opening match was the BCC Lucha Brothers Bandito match. Um, I enjoyed that. That was a nice nice kind of showcase to start the show. I, I, I'm glad. I'm enjoying Claudio's run now that he's like wrestling more on TV. There was like a weird spot at the beginning where he joined BCC and it kind of sucked, but now he's like now it's awesome. <laughs> so, they've turned it around so good for them. There was like a fun segment backstage with the Elite uh, where the Jackson Boys and Hangman were talking about how sad they were and uh, <laughs> all that stuff and how much they hate Don Callis and then the Dark Order came over and made fun of Hangman for you know, his hanging out with his new friends, the Young Bucks, or whatever. Uh, but before, before he left, he mentioned that Kenny uh, was not in the country, but he was also not in Canada. He was somewhere else. So, Japan, perhaps? That's obviously where he is. But maybe he went to Brazil. Maybe he was in... Maybe he went to Saudi Arabia to try to like meet up with Seth Rollins, and he accidentally realized, like forgot that the, he was on Raw Monday. Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> you never know with these wrestlers. But, Unfortunately, they uh, that was the end of that. They'll they'll come back to that later. I'm trying to think about what else happened. Now, I think they also had, did you you didn't see the three way match with uh, Big Bill and Swerve and no, that was the match that I saw the uh, promotion for on Twitter and I thought like, what a fucking random ass thrown together WWE superstar showcase. No, it was match. because they were Swerve and Big Bill. I mean, I I understand the reason for it, but it just seems super fucking random. I was excited about it. It's it is the kind of like a weird like video game match you like a, it is like a raw match from like 2003 or something it has that kind of feeling that match would have been that match would have been a main event of on nxt on hulu back in the day <laughs> yeah it's a it was a pretty i enjoyed it it was a nice triple threat big bill continues to look good swerve got the win um which as he should rolling into his uh match against Orange Cassidy next week i think swerve's taking it next week i actually think that orange will probably oh, I, lose I hope here he... I hope he doesn't. Like I, I think it would be a waste to have his loss come on TV and not pay per view. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, it has been kind of a TV title. I don't, you know, in a lot of ways. Him. I mean, I know it's not technically a TV title because he also defended at the pay per view. But uh, I don't know. I just feel like Swerve could use like a nice big win. He would be a cool one to showcase the belt with, and he could cheat like every week to retain it or something. But they probably are setting up Orange Cassidy to like wrestle like defend the belt at the uh forbidden door so you're probably right he probably won't lose 
<laughs> you're probably right. It would be a waste. <laughs> Sorry to deflate yeah, no, that. You're, you're, you're not wrong. Uh, but that was my thought initially when I saw it. Um, I think that covers everything. There may have been one or two other. Oh, they did air the Statlander. Um, they aired like a, a edited version of like the Statlander comeback. Um, kind of like promo video. Oh, that thing, the video that was on YouTube? Yeah. Yeah, well, I, watched I didn't that. watch it, but I, I heard people post talking about it and saying, "Man, I hope they show this on Dynamite." So, <laughs> fuck you, they did. <laughs> um, yeah. I gotta say, people do not seem to care for Cyrus the Virus. I don't know why. All he did was like slip and fall and hit somebody with a screwdriver. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. He was. They were loud as fuck for that man. And then Takeshita got heat too. That was so funny. It was awesome. I loved his embroidered jacket. <laughs> how can you like boo him it's, it just seems he's, he looks like a pretty boy you can't he boo is him. beautiful he's a he's got incredible hair his hair on sunday at the pay-per-view was gorgeous <laughs> speaking of hair back in the day uh you may not know the name of troy palomalo he was uh he was a player for the pittsburgh mm, steelers okay. and he was known for his luscious long hair to the point that he was doing commercials for Head and Shoulders. What I'm getting at is, if that does not happen for the tag team of Jungle Boy and Hook, if they're not doing Head and Shoulders commercials, then why the fuck do they have nice Man. hair? You know, hopefully they'll 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 get that they'll get picked up, or they'll do some other like uh, Etsy hair product, or not Etsy, like Instagram hair product. I'm Etsy influencer, <laughs> but my brain said Etsy. That was amazing. I'm saying Etsy hair product. I don't. I don't know if I would <laughs> yeah, trust like that. that TikTok sauce or whatever, wasn't it? That lady selling like the pink sauce. That shit. They had that at Walmart. <laughs> I I'm not even fucking joking. I saw it at Walmart and I thought, what is that? The thing everyone's talking about? And I looked at it and it said, as seen on TikTok. That's crazy. I think, but that's not what we're here to talk maybe. about. We're here to talk about how uh, next week Kenny Omega is. Like, everyone, no, no one knows where he was. Was he in this country? Was he in Canada? Yes. No. I know where he was. He was in a secret military base recruiting Kurgan and Bull Buchanan to come in and beat up That's Don Callis. Like, That's the only thing I'm that makes sense. i to see Kurgan and the oddities. It's going to be great. I mean, Bull Buchanan... I think actually, I think his daughter's in NXT for real. Like, oh, I want to say she is, or she was at one point. Either way, if they don't bring Kurgan in for at least some weird segment with him, that's a waste. <laughs> I'm surprised. Yeah, I don't know. They always they do like to bring in a lot of nostalgia acts for like one-off things. Though they're always like WCW and ECW nostalgic. <laughs> they rarely they I, with I guess with the exception of like Billy Gunn. Yeah. Um, you know when uh, Don Callis said "better than Okada," you saw what the camera did, didn't you? No, I wasn't really paying attention. I was like looking at the camera panned down and showed the oh. Forbidden Door logo in the back, and then like lifted nice, back up. Nice, nice, nice. That's good. So obviously, obviously that guy made a mistake because he must have slipped and fell because it wouldn't make sense for them to just show the logo barely for a few seconds and then lift it back up. He must have fallen in the ring and yeah, caught I, himself before he could really bust his ass. Professional cameraman tripped over his own shoelaces or something. I'm sure. Hopefully, that I'm excited tentatively about Forbidden Door. I don't really know where they're gonna go. 
I haven't really kept up with yeah. New Japan too much. I've, I've been busy. I saw Master Wado won the Best of the Super Juniors, which is completely unexpected to me. So now I need to watch his. Record. I don't under. I don't quite understand Forbidden Door because like, this is the second time they've had it. So obviously that door is not really that forbidden. <laughs> yeah. And they're defending New Japan titles on Rampage on Friday, so I mean, there's already. Shouldn't Rampage be Forbidden Door, the pre-show or some shit? Ring of Honor too, I think, has some New Japan title defenses. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, I mean, obviously, it's like a slightly less special since we do see some people, but you know, it'll be, it'll be, it's still extremely special because we don't get to see Okada that often on American television. Because I'm sure he'll show up on like the Go Home Show. <laughs> I mean, he, maybe he did last know. year, I think, if I remember correctly. He was in the uh, he was in the f- the forum. Well, yeah, yeah, he? I know he was on the show, but I meant like on like Dynamite. Yeah. No, I'm I'm just trying to remember like what the, what. Match yeah, he was, he was in that in. weird four way that with that where uh, Adam Cole fucking died. <laughs> and they, uh, oh yeah, shit, yeah, that's where right. Jay White was the champ, and he had to call an audible, I guess. Yeah, it was. I forgot about Adam Cole like getting fucked yeah, up. Yeah, it was in that Okada, Jay White, and Adam Cole. Was it just a triple threat? Who was the fourth man in that match? Kenny? No. Hangman? Was it Kenny? Hangman. It was Hangman. Fuck not. Yeah, it, yeah, it was Hangman, Hangman. That's amazing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> did you hear Did you hear all the the massive pop that Gates of Agony got when they came out? <laughs> Well, uh, but did they really get a good bop? Uh, it didn't sound like one. No, they got a they got a classic Charlie. Yeah, Hoss they got kind of nothing, but they did look really good in that match. So they they did. It, the match went a lot better than I thought it was going to. But I I also thought that was a great way for them to showcase mm-hmm. those guys, and also Tony should do that more often if he wants to have Ring of Honor guys yeah. come over. Like don't just don't just bring them in and have them lose. Which he, he does he doesn't do that, uh, truthfully, but like I honestly thought they were gonna get jobbed out just because of who they mm. were facing, but it was it was way it seemed way more one sided in the favor of uh, of Gates of Agony than it did Darby and Orange oh yeah Cassidy. they yeah they beat the shit out of those guys <laughs> yeah it was awesome. Yeah they looked yeah like they yeah they looked really good their offense looked really cool they did they one of them. I know it's I, I don't I can't don't know him as well. I know there's Bishop Khan and Toa, what's his name? But um, one of them did the cool like Irish whip thing from the apron to the uh, like barricade to Darby a couple times back and forth, and it looked amazing. Of course, Darby always ragdolls really well, but the other dude <laughs> was jerking him around. It was awesome. Do you think if Kanye West wasn't such a shithead, Tony Khan would have paid for uh, his song Diamonds to be the embassy? Maybe so. Song? I bet he would. Uh, depending on the rights, too, of course. I mean, like, how much it is. But it feels, it feels like something he would do. He loves paying for licensed music. Because, like, that's just such a great theme song for them. And every time I hear that song, which isn't very often, because I don't listen to Kanye West. But when the song comes on and I hear it, I get super excited because I know what it is. It's a fucking great song. I was I remember listening to it on some old Ring of Honor DVDs, the instrumental they would come out to. <laughs> I was like, man, that's so sick. What a sick theme. Who picked this? My uh, so my my I do have one problem with Darby and Orange Cassidy winning the match, 
and it's it's just from a personal standpoint i've never much cared for two singles wrestlers getting together and beating an established tag team. yeah i don't love that especially since those guys are also like champs too i mean they are just six yeah. man champs which is like the worst which is fun, which is like simultaneously the worst belts in ring of honor but also like the third tier best belts in AEW. so it's also the yeah. worst belts in new japan so it's just the worst belt in yeah. wrestling generally it is yeah, it, I was actually half-ass expecting one of them to lose. I thought maybe Orange was going to lose just because, like, you know, he's, he's doing, like, the injured angle. Not injured, but, like, he's working tired, working hurt because he's been wrestling on every show. But I do think it's hilarious that uh, – oops. I do think it's hilarious that Darby was, a, like, taken out of the title match on Sunday via a uh, landing on a title when he sounds so much worse to his body in matches and just gets well, right back up. Well, it was a headlock. Up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. But, you know, maybe it uh, shocked him really hard, <laughs> I guess. He was already very tired, and it sapped his energy. Plus, he was it was on his own finisher, so it, like, reversed the pressure into him. Yeah, like, because his finisher is so yeah. intense. I don't know. <laughs> and because the show was only, like, 20 minutes away from his house, Sting showed up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I thought he was going to do more, but uh, then it got to commercial, so that was cool, I guess. I was excited to see him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm always excited to see Sting, especially when he's wearing a bomber jacket and uh, black pants. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he he just remembered the show was in town. He wanted to come over, help his yeah. son out. Uh, so Sting has talked a not a lot, but he's talked uh, some about a retirement match. And I think a lot of people on Reddit have pitched that it should be against MJF at All or Nothing, which I don't agree with. If it's going to be at uh, All or Nothing, well, that's the one. You mean All In, right? right? All In, yeah. Yeah, All In, shit. What the fuck is nothing. All or Nothing? They're Double or Nothing. And then there's... I think All or Nothing is some internet wrestling show. <laughs> Anyway, if, if it happened at All In, um, I actually think it should be against Darby. And it should either be a thing where Darby turns hill and just beats the shit out of Sting on a dynamite and they have a match and Darby wins. Or Darby is a face and he just wants to face Sting in his retirement match. And Darby wins. Like, Sting shouldn't win the match, whoever he faces, a lot, well, unless he faces, like, like Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> Yeah, Sting should definitely lose. He should go out on his back. Um, it should be Triple H again. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it, yeah. It, yeah. Probably Darby. I I assume that they were probably gonna. I think they probably talked about doing like a, excuse me, like a tag match or something, similar to how you know they did the Muda thing. Though obviously Muda yeah. did do a you know actual singles match as his final match. Though, so. Um. You know, Hook came out for an interview, and then he was getting his ass kicked, and his dad was just sitting there talking about it. wasn't really showing any real emotion about his son getting his ass kicked in the ring until Luke Perry's son showed up. <laughs> you know, and then he was. <laughs> Taz just uh, he trusts him to take care of himself, I guess. <laughs> I mean, like it just it, it it takes you out of the moment, though. It's pretty silly. Maybe he was worried he was going to get hurt. Taz is, uh... 
fragile, I guess. Yeah. You had the Chris Statlander Nyla Rose match. Nyla Rose, as someone on Reddit has said, is the AEW Women Division's uh, Dolph, Zib- Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> yeah, that's that's apt. Yeah, that's that's yeah. <laughs> uh, it was a it was a it was a fine match. It was a lot better than their previous match. I felt. Um, which is to be expected because they have more years of experience under them. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It, it was it was it, nice. Uh, I'm I'm more than thrilled that uh, Statlander is a champion. It's amazing. Yeah, I'm excited for her. I'm happy. I hope she gets to wrestle a lot of great matches like weekly. I find it ridiculous though that the match with Nyla Rose was called an open challenge match. And it was announced like six hours before the show. They do that sometimes. I, I think the idea is that the open challenge was answered prior to the show. <laughs> which This shit doesn't make any fucking... At least put like film a vignette and put it online. Maybe they did. I don't know. I'd, I'd actually look and see. Um, sometimes they do. They have, they have done that before. Um, yeah, I thought that match was fine. It was cool. I guess they're uh, obviously setting up Taya to uh, go against Stat. Which should be a great match, too. Yeah. I thought Taya did kind of... I want to talk about the TBS title scene with Taya for a second, which is that I think they kind of made Taya look like a jackass uh, a little bit um, <laughs> because they had her do that match where she couldn't use her move because it's Jade's move. And then she tried to use her move. And then, like, I think Aubrey was the ref and was like, no, you can't use your move. And she was like, oh, what? And then she got hit by Jade's move and lost. And then, this, and then Jade kicked out of her move at the pay-per-view. And then hit her with the with the Jaded and killed her then, too. So, poor Taya just can't catch a break. Um, and now she's probably going to lose Aubrey, to Chris uh, as well. <laughs> speaking of Aubrey, we didn't mention this earlier, but she took that guitar shot like a champ. Oh, that Sunday. was awesome. I love that. That made me so happy. I can't, That was that completely justified Karen Jarrett being there in the company. I still don't know if I actually like Jeff Jarrett or if I just fucking love his TNA theme song. I love him and I love his like shitty the, the just the completely dog shit mashup they gave him with him and Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal's terrible terrible theme song. Yeah, it's 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 not it's great. So awesome. My favorite thing about Jeff Jarrett is that he went to G- GCW, beat Effie, and then never came it's back. So funny. They would record it. <laughs> Effie even did like one or two like extra vignettes afterward that were like trying to set seemingly, seemingly obviously setting up like a rematch. And then Jeff was like, "No, sorry, yeah, I gotta go work for the WWE." <laughs> yeah. I'm hired now, boys. Uh, I like the fact that you mentioned we mentioned this earlier that um, Tony Storm is promoting the title match at the house show this yep. Saturday. I liked that because it, um, it it felt like 90s and WWF when they were doing shit like yeah, that. Yeah, it had a very old school feeling about it. I Honestly, I think it's really cool. Uh, I talked. I mentioned this to that random guy that we talked to on Record Store. When was that? It wasn't Record Store Day, but when it, it was Record, Record Store, Store Day. Day yeah. We saw, talked to that guy yeah, yeah. randomly outside of Cooper Young uh, in front of the Mexican restaurant. <laughs> but like, I think yeah. it's cool that AEW does seem to try to like make their house shows matter a little bit obviously like they're not going to ultimately matter that much but they did do like yeah. the first one that they did in like cincinnati or wherever they did it or where bumfuck ohio they 
they had like a, a TV storyline like crossover there and then it crossed back and into television and that's like, like a beat em up and that's why like Orange and Darby are tagging and then yeah like you said she's promoting the house shows on TV I don't know that's I mean that's kind of cool like obviously yeah I think I, I honestly think that the whole storylines incorporated on house shows and going to TV, I think that'll end if uh, attendance just gets to a steady standstill. Yeah. Like, cause they're obviously doing it so they can build like attention to it and to build suspense and make people think, oh shit, I can go here and there could be a title change or there could be a new member of uh, BCC or something yeah. like that. But at the end of the day, they're not—they're not going to have the world title change hands on a house show. At most, you might get like the tag titles. Yeah, maybe, maybe the Ring of Honor championship. Yeah, that's more likely. The Ring of Honor six-man tag is is the most likely option. The Ring of Honor championship and AEW tier titles is the European championship. <laughs> It's de- I mean, yeah, it's lost a lot of prestige. The Ring of Honor title. It's uh, it's definitely ECW level, maybe less at this point. When Who I say ECW, I mean Jericho WWE. could. <laughs> that Jericho could hold the belt, and it comes off, and it's like that's just not a prestigious championship <laughs> anymore. No. It was like when he won the WCW championship. Like you're not the fucking WCW. Yeah, champion. that was also a fake, fake act. Like act, act, yeah. Booker T is a four-time WCW champion. <laughs> goddammit. it. Fifth one doesn't count because it wasn't. Nope. WCW didn't book him to do it. It was the WWF. No, yeah, yeah, it counts. It doesn't count. Sure, shit doesn't. Not in my book. While we're at Booker T, why the fuck doesn't he ever call himself a six-time world champion? Does he just like to say I'm a five-time WCW champion? And he likes, and he pretends. Um, he pretends King Booker didn't happen? Yeah, I mean, I guess so. It, yeah, I've always thought that, that was funny when he won a sixth title. He never talked about it. <coughs> Goofy. Uh, Rampage, we talked about this earlier. It's fucking stacked this week. Yeah, I saw they fucking Shibata and Saber and Zack are on there. ZSJ, my boys. And I'm not going to watch it, but good for the live crowd <laughs> and the 200,000 people who yeah. will watch it. I might check it out just to see some of the matches, because um, yeah, they all they seem good. Obviously, none of the uh, winners are in question, really. I don't think, <laughs> based on the, what I'm looking at on Twitter here, and I imagine all these men are. I can, I can probably guess this accurately, but I bet it'd be bet it would be cool. It's so crazy. This Shibata student still doing like AEW matches and is the Ring of Honor pure champion. That just. <laughs> So yeah. weird. The um, the added in crowd noise for the recap of the Cole Jericho match was hilarious. Man, that match! I thought so. I I thought that maybe I didn't really like that match because I wasn't paying attention very well. There were a lot of people like talking and stuff over it, so it was kind of like kind of got distracted. Like yeah, at, your house at, or at in my general? house. I mean, not even, I mean, just like not, when I say a lot of people, I mean, just like three people talking, but that's like enough to like, that's more than, that's, it should be zero. I'm just, I'm just kidding. But, uh, I was distracted and, and so, but I remember, but the match didn't really hold anyone's attention. And, and so then of course later when I see everybody else thought the match was kind of not good too, justified my expect what I thought. Yeah. Because I was like, this is weird. I don't, 
wasn't very good. And then Adam Cole fucked up the ending because he got that chain caught around his leg. And it looked really goofy. Oh, man. He was, like, being ginger with I feel it. Like, I don't know. I feel like Adam Cole is losing a lot of steam. I, it's, uh, I hate to, I hate to say it, but I agree with you. Cause I was thinking that tonight watching this match, the main event match. Yeah, that, that match didn't really have any I didn't really either. care for it. I was, it was just kind of there. Um, yeah, I don't know, which is a bummer because I do really like Adam Cole. I've talked about this before. I love, I love Adam Cole and I tolerate Chris Jericho in 2023. <laughs> I've liked some of his stuff, but, but this feud's not working for me. I haven't, I haven't seen a Jericho feud in a few years where I thought, this is one I'm invested in. I like the uh, Eddie I, Kingston one that he did before it got weird, but the initial when it was just him before the JAS stuff was cool. And that was Honestly, the last one that I, I really gave a shit about was him and Moxley. Oh, that one was a good one, yeah. We got to see the cool angle where he hit him with a bottle of champagne live. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so that's that. That's AEW all elite, all elite wrestling this week. And uh, I want to talk about one thing real quick. That's not AEW related, but it kind of is. Will Osprey said that he has no intention of ever leaving New Japan because he does not want to live in America. <laughs> I don't blame him. No, uh, I don't blame <laughs> him either. And I I gotta say this. I I don't see why he would. Like he can. Go to WWE and make a ton of money for, and be there for three years, whatever, minimum three years. Or he can stay in New Japan, already have a top spot, and occasionally wrestle in America for AEW. Yeah, exactly. Like, he's, yeah, it's it's a pretty easy decision, I think. Yeah. It's like, to bring him back up, it's like Adam Cole leaving WWE. Like, is he going to stay... In this company, or is he gonna go where all of his best friends are and his girlfriend is? Like, he's gonna go where his friends and his girlfriend yeah. is, and still probably make like pretty decent money. <laughs> like, yeah, it's hard to be. I'm sure it's just hard to beat getting guaranteed money as a pro wrestler, especially for someone like Adam Cole who was doing it for so long at such low levels. Yeah, man. Uh, I know you didn't see anything about it, but uh, maybe you did. Baron Corbin returned on NXT this Tuesday. No, I did not know that. I was not aware of that. And he, he ran out and attacked NXT champion Carmelo Hayes and hit him with the end of days. And it looked amazing because Carmelo Hayes is much smaller than Baron Corbin. And Baron Corbin works really well with people that are, that are smaller than him. Is he so? Is he going to become the champ? No, he'll probably lose. Right? There's no way he's going to beat that guy. Yeah, like the, 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 the feeling is that either this is just a, a summer program for Great American Bash, or if it's not, it's a just a way to freshen up Baron Corbin's character, like they did with uh, Apollo Cruz when they fucked it up by giving him a Nigerian gimmick, and they were like, oh, let's let's just send him back to NXT and pretend this oh, never happened." I, oh yeah, I forgot they had him doing that. That's. So bizarre. Just... Yeah, I I think it's just going to be a thing until Great American Bash because I think he is uh, too well liked on the main roster from people backstage that they would want to keep him in NXT. 
But if it's not, hopefully this is something that can revamp his character. But at the same time, people thought that that's what would happen with Dolph Ziggler won the NXT Championship. And where the fuck is he? Man, poor Dolph. <laughs> what a guy. Uh, Ryback challenged Goldberg to a retirement match. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. The, for It was Ryback's retirement, right? Wasn't he saying that he... No, I think... I, I thought he was saying that he challenges Goldberg for Goldberg. Oh, <laughs> I guess I read the sentence wrong. That's so funny. <laughs> I thought because I thought he was like implying that it tickled me that he was like I'm I've I've been training for my own retirement match and I want it to be against Goldberg. It's for some reason how I read it, which is very com which is comedic to me. That's how I prefer to imagine it now, regardless of what it is. I mean, wh whatever happens. I, get, I think I can say with full confidence that that match is not oh, happening. Oh, no, certainly not. Unless it happens at Wembley. It's Go. not. It's not happening. Unless it happens in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> like, you know how the Ultimate Warrior did that weird Australian tour against Orlando Jordan? Oh, wow. I completely forgot about that. Man. Goldberg's going to do a fucking Saudi Arabia tour against Ryback. <laughs> that'll, uh, that'll do gangbusters. Yeah. Um. Someone posted a clip on Reddit from 2013 of Jericho in a backstage segment on Raw talking to Ryback and I believe Moxley, where he said uh, that since 1999, when he stepped through these doors, he's never wrestled for anywhere else, and he's never gonna wrestle anywhere else. And people, I think someone posted that as like a gotcha moment for Jericho, and. He he has had said a lot of times in the past that he would never wrestle for anyone other than Vince McMahon because he's like he said that when you're in WWE it's like being in the mob because you once you can't get out and you're just there for life and I feel like if people are actually holding him accountable for something he said ten years ago in a promo <laughs> and things that he said in interviews twenty years ago is ridiculous. Like, when he left in 2005, I, I vividly remember TNA for their pay-per-view Bound for Glory that year. They had Fozzie's song, Enemy, as the theme song. I remember, I remember this, yeah. And uh, TNA did an interview with Chris Jericho on their website. And has to be the first time the singer and the theme song for the pay-per-view has ever been interviewed. <laughs> but... They interviewed him, and uh, the interviewer, whoever the fuck it was, kept saying shit like, uh, or, "Will we ever see Chris Jericho step inside the six square, the six sides of of steel, or whatever, the six sided ring?" And his responses were very uh, seemed rehearsed, like he knew those, that was going to come. And his response was very PR. It was like, "Well, you know, in wrestling, you can never say never." And He'd said never say never, but like he, in his back of his head, you know, he was thinking like, no, I'm, if I if I ever come back to wrestling, it's gonna be for WWE. And allegedly, what happened that made him leave WWE most recently and go to New Japan was like his WrestleMania match with Kevin Owens and how much Vince McMahon hated it and like talked shit about it or some shit like that. I don't know exactly, but that's just what I read. And that made him sour on his relationship with Vince and just want to leave. And he went to New Japan, became a juggalo, and uh, 
was like the big surprise at the AEW press conference outside the Jaguar Stadium <laughs> when that happened. And yeah, it's, since then he's been AEW champion. He's been Ring of Honor champion. The, those are the only titles he's held, right? Like he wasn't tag champion with Sammy. Uh, no, they never won the tag belts. I don't think. He did okay. win the uh, in, uh, the New Japan IWGP Intercontinental Championship at one point too, if, if I remember correctly. <laughs> yeah, he did. Hilariously enough, it did. Didn't he win the U.S. title, too? Uh, maybe. I think he only wrestled for it. Maybe he won it, too. I can't remember. I don't know. Maybe I'm just thinking of him wrestling Omega for yeah, it or something. That's my. That's what I think. But, yeah, it... I don't know. To, to think that he's never going to wrestle anywhere else because he said that 10 years ago in a backstage scripted promo is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it's pretty silly. That's a, that's a silly gotcha. Time's... Like Chris Jericho, way different. Chris Jericho, Chris Jericho is a gigantic carny. <laughs> yeah. Like he is best friends with the promoter in AEW. Yeah, not, yeah everybody's a, everybody in wrestling's a liar. That's just how it is. That's that's why it's awesome. I've I've said for years that probably the only good person in wrestling is Cole Cabana, and then I found out about a shooter interview thing, <laughs> and now I don't know. Nobody, there's nobody good in wrestling. It's over can't they're is abyss good i don't know bailey seems cool she's probably fine chelsea green posted a positive lgbtq thing on instagram and got people commenting some negative oh. shit so she's cool well vince mcmahon is he no, cool? He's not cool he's not cool linda linda mc no. yeah there's not very many cool ones sorry to say great Great Muda? No. Nah, he did say that weird shit about that Shinsuke. Weird. <laughs> is uh, Sergeant Slaughter? He's never done anything bad. He is a saint for <laughs> sure. I mean, he he doesn't celebrate Veterans Day, right? <laughs> right. Just hope not. We hope not. Kayfabe Veterans uh, Day. I guess I'll, I'll I'll find out in September. Or no, that's Labor Day. When's Veterans Day? I think we've already missed it. I think it's in February. That's President's Day. I don't fucking know when Veterans Day is. (laughs) I have no idea. It doesn't doesn't matter to me. I don't get get a day off for Veterans Day. Veterans Day is November 11th this year. Well, yeah, you do. It's a Saturday. Oh, fuck yeah. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) God bless America and our troops. Happy Memorial Day or whatever. Yeah. I'm out of steam here. I, I feel like I'm care. like I feel like I can't even talk. I feel like my tongue is like sticking to the roof of my mouth. Oh, you're good. I mean, we're at 42 minutes. You want to do guest to pay per view? Yeah, let's do it. it. Uh, this segment is brought to you by W Energy. Go to W.GG and enter promo code ARMBARPOD to save 10% on your W Energy needs. That's our W.GG. Use promo code ARMBARPOD to save 10% on all your clean energy. Not that negative clean no dirty it's clean clean. they promote a clean lifestyle baby the opening contest of this pay-per-view is a tag team battle royal Hmm. i'm waiting for the bell you gotta ring the bell so oh sorry ding 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 and then uh 
This match features Mark Henry and the Godfather versus Edge and Christian versus the Acolytes versus the Dudley Boys. And side note, I do not like how Cage Match wrote Edge and Christian's name out as Christian and Edge. That threw me <laughs> off. Versus the Hardy Boys versus the Headbangers versus Too Cool versus the Mean Street Posse. Oh, wow. The next contest is a singles match. It's Steve Blackman versus Kurt Angle. Oh, shit. I- this one might... Yeah, I, th- I feel like you might be thrown through a loop with that match. Really struggling with this one, yep. The uh, third match is a fatal four-way evening gown match for the WWF World Women's Championship. I don't think it's ever been referred to as that. <laughs> Ivory versus Jacqueline versus Miss Kitty versus BB, which stands for Big Boobs. Jesus. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was that lady that was like a nurse or something. Yeah. I remember this angle, yeah, because I, I remember watching a Raw from around this time and being like, who the fuck is this lady? Because I'd never heard of her <laughs> since then, and they obviously don't talk about her these days. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I'm, I don't know if she ever wrestled after she was fired. I, yeah, uh, I looked her up once, but I can't remember, and I was drunk, I'm sure, when I did. Is this like a SummerSlam? Oh, she, SummerSlam? No, it's not SummerSlam '99. It's this. Uh, she she used to wrestle as Iraq. <laughs> Christ. And uh, she wrestled as Barbara Bush. Yep, that's what BB stood for. Yeah, Barbara Bush. Yeah, they called her. Yeah, she was. Yeah, it's it's it stood for big boobs. Yeah, well, though. yeah, that too. But yeah, uh, she was also a Nitro girl, apparently. But of course, the Bush and Barbara Bush was talking about pubic hair. Her her vagina. She had four matches in TNA. So she probably must have. uh, So Vince Russo kept her contact details, is what that's telling me. (laughs) In her career, she had uh, seven matches. Well, that's more than I've had, I guess. Good for her. It's always funny thinking about these people that have, were, were like on like television, WWF television and stuff like that, or WCW television, seen by millions and just millions of people, and then they just disappear into the ether and they're gone forever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wrestling so wild. Uh, anyway, next. Yeah, sorry, this is. This is oh, I'm gonna ahead. say this is like a pay per view and like this is like Unforgiven 1999 or something. Damn, it's not. Tag team match, Rikishi, Fatu, and Viscera versus the Hollies. Wow. Oh, because they were wrestling like super tag team. That, That's right, that's right. The next match is a triple threat match for the WWF European Championship featuring three very proud Europeans. The British Bulldog versus D'Lo Brown versus Val Venus. <laughs> next, next is a steel cage match, Kane... Versus X Pac. I fucking I've, I've I've watched the show, but I can't think of what it is because it's not one of the main. It's like a is it a Survivor Series ninety? That is not Survivor oh, Series. Man. We're we're not gonna get next matchup, boys. Next matchup for the WWF Intercontinental Championship: China versus Chris Jericho. Should yeah, I continue? I can't remember what show. I can't remember what show that's on. I'm, maybe this will help, but probably not. For, for the WWF World Tag Team Championship, the New Age Outlaws versus the Rock and Sock Connection. 
And there are two matches left on the is this, card. Is this the Royal Rumble name? 1999? Uh, no, that is strike uh, three, my friend. I give up then. <laughs> what are the what name the last matches though? Uh, last match is the next match for the WWF World Heavyweight Championship: The Big Show versus the Big Boss Man. Oh. And in a the main event in a no holds barred match: Triple H versus Vince McMahon. Which show is this? I don't remember that. I mean, I know it's. I don't. I don't know. This is uh, WWF Armageddon nineteen. Armageddon. Fuck. I can never ever ever remember Armageddon. The show is most known for two things. One, Stephanie McMahon turning on Vince and aligning herself with Triple H. And two, Miss Kitty showing her titties. Nice! <laughs> As one does in yes. wrestling. Not a lot of that anymore. And I wonder what happened. <laughs> no. I don't know. The panda one, I think. <laughs> So yeah, Colt, you lost. I did, yeah. My, I probably have like a 15% win rate by this point. It's pretty sad. You know what that means, don't What's you? What's that? You gotta give me your King Ezra Do tickets. I, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think... That's what we agreed well, upon. Well, I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, for Armbar, the 1004th Wrestling Podcast, we hope you enjoyed this AEW heavy yeah. show. I'm Todd. I'm Colt. We'll see you cool kids later.